We're your hosts, Emily Kosofsky and Emily Oliveira, and you're listening to Soul Shine, the act of being fucking awesome. This is a conversation between a therapist and a hairdresser about being human. Record. Is that the first countdown uh, countdown I've ever done? I think you. I think so because I usually just press record and make you start recording. Um, I think that felt more comfortable for me. (laughs) Good. Then you can count down from now on. Um, Can we open this podcast with the fact that I love your sweatshirt? (laughs) Where did you buy a Trader Joe's sweatshirt? (laughs) I did not buy it. I barely, barely earned it by working there for two weeks. You went to Trader Joe's for two weeks? Yes. This was after my master's, just desperate for a little money. And... I, it was really an embarrassing showing of working that kind of job. (laughs) I was just with people who, working among people who had it so much worse than I did. And they were like older and, you know, some were younger or whatever, but they just killed it. It's such a physical, physical job. I thought I could just like be, you know, doing a cute little checkout girl act. Yep. Um, but no, no, you have to work all the jobs. So I was hauling like 50 pound bags of potatoes to to load them up and just, you were like, so I'm just going to take this sweatshirt and go now. I'm going to have to bow out because I pulled my back out. I'm super embarrassed (laughs) and I'm not helping the team. So yeah, I'm going to have to call it on this one. So Sorry, I Joe. do <laughs> very much appreciate this sweatshirt as well. And I've gotten so many comments on it because people love Trader Joe's, as do I. Yeah, I've never gone back can't... to that Trader Joe's. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, and you can't like buy a Trader Joe's sweatshirt. No. Like that's not and a thing. So I'm like, when the hell lot. did you get if they it? Sell the, if they had merch, I feel like they would make a lot. But I guess I'd that's not what they're Joe's all sweatshirt. about. No, it's not. And that's actually part of the problem. And I guess um, what we're talking about today is um, consumerism. As I'm going, I'd buy a Trader Joe's sweatshirt. I like opening. I don't own enough sweatshirts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What I just are we did. Doing? Mm-hmm. I, I think every spring I get into a little bit of buying clothes fever. And, right? and I'm just like, ooh, I need, I need new clothes. That's uh, the thought and the feeling. And it's so real. Well, I've and, taught myself to just admit that I want new clothes. So like, let's just be honest. I want them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I get honest with myself. I did just buy some stuff too. Not going to lie. It's where this cup came from. A little TJ Maxx, a little Mm -hmm. sippy cup from TJ Maxx to go with my shorts and my black tank tops that you can never have enough black tank tops for the summer. I mean, if you're going to be wearing them regularly... Yeah, but like I wear the same one all the time. So why do I have like six? I know, I know. I currently can't cut, uh, close some of my drawers comfortably. Really? Um, because I got, well, it's really because I got like four really chunky sweaters. And I don't know <laughs> what to do with them. I have these. You gotta get those vacuum seal bags. Okay. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. I have some of those. Oh my gosh. Got some of those from Amazon. By the way, not last month, but I did check into just for the sake of this episode, just for shits. I looked into what our purchasing looked like from Amazon in March. I don't even want to know. How do you do that? 
I just looked back on the order history. It took like 35 seconds. Oh, it's all right there. Amazon. I probably, I probably go on the Amazon app, app daily. I don't even know. Do you? Yeah. I don't have the Amazon. I don't have the Amazon app. Okay. Well, I don't have, I, before you tell me about your Amazon purchases, I don't have the Amazon app. I don't know my Amazon password. So the only way I can buy things on Amazon is to take out my computer and sit at my computer to place an order. Oh, wow. And who does that? I can't do it from my phone. Okay. Yeah. I cannot relate it really to that. Limit, <laughs> yeah. It really, well, it limits you As a lot. you cannot relate to me. Um, yeah. So here okay, it is. So hit, me with your, hit me with your Amazon. We bought 27 items across 11 purchases from Amazon in March. Okay, okay. And so one of those per, one of those deliveries I counted was like the subscribe and save once a month delivery and counted all those items in there as well. Uh, so, but what for me, what I imagined was going to the same store 11 times in a month. That would be insane. So what's that? More than twice a week? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, it's nearly three times a week. Oh, yeah. I go to Target, oh, yeah. like, maybe twice a month. Um, my New Year's resolution, don't go to Target. Yeah. Let's talk about We're Target. Now, what month are we in? April? End of April? Almost May? I've been to Target twice. Once a friend had to return something, and once another friend had to pick something up. I've <laughs> bought nothing at Target this year. You're like, I will do this because you're my friend, but that's the limit. Yeah. They actually asked me, like, is is it okay if we go to Target? I have to return something. I'm like, no, no, it's cool. It's cool. I just leave my credit card in the fucking car. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. It's Smart. a fucking problem, Target. Well, it's it, it, a fucking it problem. Yeah. I feel so. Thing, I, sorry, go ahead. I was at the Museum of Science recently. Ooh. Which is so close to our house and we love bringing Jesse there. And they have this temporary exhibit on Inside Out. Have you seen that movie? I'm, you know, I'm just no, I have not. I want but everyone I to watch it. it. I don't. I think I've recommended it to probably 27 clients, and maybe one have, has watched it. And I'm like, you don't understand yeah. how much you need to watch this film. Um, but anyway, it's all about emotions. There's a little character for our primary emotions in the film, and that's what this whole exhibit is about. And one of them is disgust. It's this little green young lady who's just hilarious this character and I realized when I was in Target after go having gone to the museum that it's disgust that I feel when I'm in there mm. really because, yes yes and that leads to a sense of discomfort and urgency to get out <laughs> interesting so and you don't go and enjoy it anymore no no I don't remember if I ever did, or if it was just this myth I have that like, I'm in the age bracket, you know, I'm this, I was going to say young, but I'm like, young Honestly, uh, woman, white woman going to Target. Like, so I'm supposed to like Target. I'm supposed Honestly, to like though, Target. If you peel all the shit back, Target is designed in such a way, right down to their colors and their fonts and how they set up their store to make you think that you love Target. They hit you with that dollar section. They hit you with the red logo. They excite you. They give you a oh, fucking dollar bullseye. Section. Come it's here. True. All it's of true. It. I look it's at that. Whenever I go in there, I look at you. that entire freaking section as if yeah. I need more plastic And it's cheese. trash. It's trash. I think that... So I was reading 
an article about an interview with Prince Harry recently. Okay. Are we still calling him okay. Prince Harry? Probably. Harry. I don't know. Which one's which one's Prince Harry? Um, the younger one who moved to California to live that Cali oh, life. With the with the Markle. Yep. The Markle. Is he not a prince anymore? Well, that's we're not gonna get into that. I think okay, the public okay. will generally know. Okay, Let's, I don't follow. So this interview <laughs> My whole family. He was talking about that though. Like he's two years into exiting his royal duties, leaving his royal duties. Yeah. And he was saying that he feels like people these days are are generally walking around with a sense of helplessness. Mm. And that's I think what I'm and I was like, damn, Prince Harry, you're really resonating with me right now because that's how I feel all in Target. Like I'm disgusted at the helplessness of uh, there's there's nothing I can do about the chain behind the product that I buy at yes. at Target, right? The whomever you know, whatever underage person is working on this toy that I buy in another country, Mm -hmm. what waste is involved, what, what carbon emissions is involved in getting it to me. I think I have, I have that burden with me, but then I'm also like, who the fuck am I to feel burdened by that? If I'm, if I'm buying 27 things from Amazon last month, I'm just part of the problem. Yes. And then that hurts my soul. And then I'm like, what do I do? I tried to stop that Amazon shit for a while, but it's like, how? How? It's already there. It's already in front of your face. It's already made. It's already packaged. Beautiful. And it is the it's best pricing there. often. Yeah. So often when you do a price check, I saw like the survey of nine out of 10 people price check uh, with Amazon uh, when do they're they? at a, um, what the heck was it? Like one of those like Best Buy uh, stores. Mm. I don't know what, what category we call those, but I was like, yeah, well, that makes so much sense. Of course. Yeah. I, I do check. you get I it fucking cheaper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched True Cost? Have you watched that? I'm yes. sure I told you about yes. it. Well, th- right, that's I think of that too. All the clothes. I mean, do we really need? No. Um, 170 no. options for every no. gender and age every four weeks. No, true, cro- true cost fucked me up. I know. I know it's that. not even every four weeks. It's every week. Yeah, every it's so week. Gross. It's so There's gross. 52 Disgust. weeks in the fashion industry. There are 52 seasons. And That's every right. week there yeah. is a new thing in 52 store. 52 seasons. It's so gross. They I've been trying to buy used to be two. My clo- all my clothes from ThreadUp, which is an online consignment. It's a yeah. very, very small way for me to reuse you know, this is so bad because we're, again, talking about consumerism. I just bought a bunch of clothes on Amazon because I went to stores. Oh, stores stores are essentially, it. There it is. I'm admitting it. This has been hard. We've put this episode off for a couple of weeks and I've been thinking about it for a couple of fucking weeks. <laughs> but it's like you go to the store, you go to Target, you go to TJ Maxx, you buy, you consume. You go to Amazon, you buy, you consume. So I'm like, pretty much everywhere you go, you buy, you consume. Amazon, I'm not supporting Amazon, but they make it so easy. They yes. send it to your house. They send it to your house in two days. You don't like it. You drop it by, back oh off my the gosh. store. And We're I'm to like, the point. stop making it so fucking easy for us. I know. I know. They've tainted all other shipping for me yeah, when it's like five to have. seven ship, shipping days. What the hell is that? 
Yeah, Where's fuck my this. One to two days? Not even gonna remember this when this comes in the mail five days. I, Amazon is responsible for forty nine percent of e commerce. That comes from bigcommerce.com. I have no idea how reputable that is, but there's my source. Um, I mean, that's more than eBay, Walmart, and something else. I forget. Combined their e-commerce sales. I mean, it's just, I really, I joke, but I sometimes I'm like Amazon for president. 2030. <laughs> like it's going to be. That Jeffy, that Jeffy sending shit to your door. Sometimes less than two days. It's a fucked up thing. It's like a love-hate relationship, Sometimes which also brings me to, so this like love-hate thing, um, you know, I think about it every time you like click buy or you go to a store and you hit buy, you essentially get a dopamine hit. And the fucked up thing about it is if you're happy, you want to go and click or you want to go to Target and buy. If you're sad, you want to go to Target. You want to click. You want to buy. Mm-hmm. If you're stressed out, you want to go to Target. You I want know, to click. You hits, want to buy. I know. It's not. It's, if a, you're, it's a relationship. If you just, it's another. It's fucked up. It's another it's relationship. Up. Yeah. I like, have written You're here, in a good mood or you're in a bad mood. It, we're screwed. it gives you a we're dopamine totally hit. We're totally screwed. And that's screwed. where it's up to us. I have. There's no supply <laughs> if there's no demand. Um, as much as we want to blame, you know, marketing and convenience and, you know, competitive society we're responsible ultimately for our consumerism and that's a heavy load to bear when things are so easy and competitive you know i with the whole consumerism stuff it's like the more you peel back on more of like your you know more of like the soul shine spiritual kind of vibe you really start to see you consume or you want or you have these desires, you know, it comes down to, you know, your self-identity, your ego, and not ego necessarily in a bad thing. It's you wanting to be individual. You wanting to stand out. You're told be be individual, be this, be unique, be yourself. And <laughs> as humans, exterior things like clothing mm-hmm. or stuff gives you this false idea of I am this person because I shop at this store. Mm-hmm. So it's like as much as consumerism is in your face, as much as marketing fucking hits you when you're not even looking, it's, that's not going to go away. But it's like, when do we like start to look in, figure out what do we need? What do we want? What actually makes us us? What makes us feel good? What just clutters our space and our minds. I think what you're getting to is really this, it's like this baseline seeking behavior, right? Seeking identity, seeking gratification, whatever that might be. And I hear a lot from my clients, almost referring to capitalism kind of like sarcastically, like, oh, you know, we all know what's happening. It's all just part of our lives that we blindly accept. Um, But it's, I think we all know it's a shit part of our identity. To be yeah. so consumeristic. I don't think that's a word, but you know what I mean, right? But like, it's also a quick fix to make you feel better. I, it's essentially a drug. It's essentially, it's a, oh, it absolutely is. Absolutely. It's a drug. It's another, yeah, just like screen time. Um, yep. Like our little device oh, here that like I'm on right now. Oh, just like screen time. Yes. <laughs> I don't even want to do an yeah. episode on that. It'll be too depressing. Yeah. 
I did a little history, um, you know, very, very general. Let me, let me just, cause I wanted to know, like, when did, when did Americans, when, when, when did the whole world start identifying in this whole capitalist consumerism way? So it says consumerism started in 1600s, uh, the 1600s in Europe and intensified from there, continued to intensify throughout 1700s and 1800s and became a major societal phenomenon in which the consumption of products became a vitally important task for most people in society. As stated above, consumerism is generally associated with the economic system of capitalism. As such, consumerism as an ideology emerged alongside capitalism and spread throughout Europe, North America, and the rest of the world as capitalism became the dominant economic system on the planet. So it all started... you know, hundreds of years ago. And I just found it that sentence so striking that consumption of products became a vitally important task. But uh, the thing is, I mean, I agree with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I feel it. It feels vitally important to me. It was probably before even the 1600s because, you know, you had to sell your animals, sell your wheat, sell your labor. Absolutely. Well, I think what they're pointing to, too, is the, the... where it began to match up and run really parallel, not just parallel, but um, so interlocked with capitalism. Yeah. It's like someone saw a market of people wanting to have other stuff. And then someone somewhere in 1880 was like, you know what? Let's capitalize. People get off on this stuff. Let's sell more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely. It. It's, it's a pretty simple formula. Um, yeah, and it's fucked up because it works. So I'm going to take us to a different right, kind of thought. Recently have had a couple of conversations about people, uh, have had conversations with people who have had to go through the houses of someone who has just passed away. Oh, yeah. interesting. Heavy. Um, but it made me think, of course, as I was thinking about this episode as well, just that idea of like what happens to all of our stuff after we die. Like we just have a little apartment right now. I think about, you know, my parents who have been in the same house for 35 years. It's a, it's just an incredible, and they're, they're like, they've done a good job at going through stuff and throwing stuff out along the way and organizing it, but it's still... We stuff. are, you know, I went to the uh, Mass MoCA, the Museum mm-hmm. of Contemporary Art in North Adams, Massachusetts, wonderful place. And there was this really amazing exhibit that, uh, that I, I just really resonated with. And it, it was just that, this idea of we are our things um, and the connection that they have to us. And then the, the meaning that they have to us as we use them and, and the, the meaning that stays uh, when we no longer... Um, have any need for them and it really was just this uh organic messy pile of dirt and and items and so you're walking around it and there's little baby shoes or cassette tapes and you know you get the idea but Mm -hmm. when that's yeah when when we go there is that that pile i'm just gonna be like i'm just gonna be brutally honest right now when you die 
Your children don't want your fucking shit. It's essentially most of it is trash to them. Our trash ends up in the fucking oceans, on man-made islands, and on fucking the shores of third world countries to people to fucking deal with our trash and our shit. I had That is no, where your shit goes. To- I had no idea that how much our, we had a recycling relationship with China. And now that Dude, and they don't even recycle shit. No, everything ends up on just fucking beaches in piles of trash. We just don't see it in America. People need to fucking oh, yeah. take two minutes and do a little fucking research on where your recycling air quotes and or trash goes. It just goes in well, other fucking I countries think- and little kids fucking play on it. It's gross. It's gross. That's like the hard fucking truth of it. It's I do. Gross. I feel your your disgust, right? Which which comes out as frustration. Yeah, and mm. frustration with yeah. self because I look at the things that I mm. also consume, and I write things mm. on my vision board like consume less, waste less, and I do not make a lot of waste. I still think I can make less because it's like when I go to TJ Maxx and I buy that sippy cup. I'm like, you know what's going to happen one day? This is going to end up in the fucking trash. Mm -hmm. This is going to end up being put on a fucking boat, shipped to another country, fucking thrown somewhere. And I get so mad. But also, how do we live in 2022 without, you know, on a fucking Sunday, buying yourself a new tank top because you've Mm -hmm. had a fucking hard week? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, "Ah!" it's like this just fucked up cycle of we know the outcome. But we do it anyway. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. exactly, exactly. It's a loop. We're trapped. We're trapped. Uh, in nineteen sixty, totally this is from the Columbia uh, Climate School. In nineteen sixty, Americans produced an average of two point six eight pounds of trash per day. Now it's four point five one pounds a day. That's crazy. That's scary. That's crazy. Like, what's gonna? Isn't our Earth just going to be filled with trash? Like, I also think up? about that. This is crazy. I think about that with cemeteries too. I'm like, eventually, yeah. we're all going to keep dying, and this is going to be trash and cemeteries know, on like, this planet. I, I, that, I was like, don't we all eventually have to switch to just being, um, what's the word? We end up in an urn. Cremated. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Yeah. Like, what? How do we keep taking? You know these five by tens plots of the earth and thrown bodies in them what we're gonna run out of space i know i don't understand. and our trash is just gonna take over trash doesn't go away or they're gonna burn it and then all the chemicals are gonna go into the atmosphere and then it's gonna get trapped in our atmosphere and we're all gonna be breathing in fucking burning chemicals what are I we did doing mean, what i did mean i did mean to look into more of what's what's being done to advance recycling and and trash pickup because I, I often think I wish that the like recycling programs were more transparent and and th- like I I still I don't have any idea I know a couple of things about what's accepted in in our local uh, recycling bins but I don't know in terms of what makes an item ultimately get recycled versus what's considered too much residue on a peanut yep. butter you know, jar to, to be, go, go to the landfill versus recycling. Do you actually know, like personally how to recycle? You wash out all of your things. Mm -hmm. Because 
honestly, it's like, oh, PlayStation should be more transparent. And what's the recycling stuff? People don't know how to recycle. People just throw shit in recycling bins. People don't wash oil. No, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I I don't. But I don't. I don't think there's no. I don't have any connection to what goes from my bin to to wherever. I don't. It's a mystery. I feel like it takes a huge amount of research to actually know how to like properly recycle. Exactly. That was. I wish. I don't. I wish that there was just some video that the state made. That's the other thing, too. There are, I guess there are over like 22,000 entities across the country deciding um, how to recycle. So there's obviously the people who are making those decisions have all different kinds of incentives, you know, Mm -hmm. monetary incentives in terms of what does and does not happen with the waste in that particular city or Mm -hmm. or area. Um, And so it just, again, it makes it this political issue instead of a a human issue and it's a human issue mm-hmm. because it's affecting our souls yeah. and our planet. Yeah. Yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. In conclusion, it's all fucked up. This is an episode. I'm like, usually we get to a point in an episode where we're like, all right, so what do we do about it? Like, what do we, how do we help our listeners? And I'm just like, I don't know, man, no, like, we're fucked. I'm just going to go. Yes. I honestly thought of something I want to buy on Amazon as we were talking. So I just bought some face oil before we signed on. (laughs) You know what? It's like, okay, so we're totally fucked, but let's just be mindful of it. Let's know what we're doing when we're clicking by. Let's reevaluate. Do we want it? Do we need it? And I am, I'm huge on the want versus need. And I am totally okay with people saying want, but just remember want versus need. You mm-hmm. want new summer clothes, buy it. You want to buy something off of Amazon, buy it. You want to go to Target, do it. Just make sure you're using the correct language and not telling yourself that you need it. Because as people, we don't need it. We desire it. We want it. We crave it. We feel it will make us feel better. We feel it will represent us better. Fine. Absolutely. But just yeah. no yeah. want versus what you actually need. I think and go for the walk. I think this is really similar. I'm going to try to be more mindful of just what kind of state I'm in as I'm making purchases. You know, am I feeling mm. empty in something else? And I'm thinking, oh, it's it's you know going to be. I I I want to get Jesse this toy. This will be a nice thing mm-hmm. for him to have. And it's like, you know, or it's that or whatever item. Isn't um, it funny uh, how different our emotions feel depending on what we're buying? Because you're like, ooh, I'm going to buy this um, cute headband. And you're all excited and you hit buy. And then you're like, oh, I got to get cat litter. Ugh, look at me consuming on Amazon. It's like <laughs> yeah, I know, when, I know. We, when we buy the things. <laughs> yeah, yeah when we buy the things that we want, we have no problem consuming. Yeah. When we think about the things that we need and we have to buy them is when we start second guessing. Why am I buying so much stuff? I know, I know. It's It's also just like like, things are getting so insanely (laughs) expensive. I feel fortunate to be able to like afford food comfortably at this point. Like food, a container of yogurt that I like at Target. (laughs) So I started buying it (laughs) elsewhere. Is seven twenty nine. I mean, for yogurt. For yogurt, I mean, it's one of those like larger containers, but you can get Chobani or however you say it for five fifty. Anyway, 
you know, wow. talking, talking small numbers, but it's, but those add up and it's just wild. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, so happy. Yeah. Uh, I told you about my, um, well, <laughs> I was like, how long have we been doing this? All right. We're about at half. I've told you okay. about, um, my list of takeout food places that I did oh, this year. Yes. Yep. Okay. So funny talking about consuming and things being expensive and all that. Since writing that list of the places we'd like to go, where we said we'd only go to each place once, the amount of consumption I feel like I have experienced has dramatically come down. Because now groceries are more expensive. When we go food shopping, we don't bat an eye at Jesus Christ. Like this food got so much more expensive because we're not going out to eat five times a week. And it's like, oh. we're not going out and consuming extra calories or extra things, which then is cluttering our body and our digestive. And, you know, you're waking up clearer because you're eating less shit. So it's like, even all those forms of consumption, it's, it's crazy how expensive things have gotten. And it's crazy how we're not adjusting the way we live to accommodate our lives in the next near future to 10, 20 years. Like we're not adjusting. We're just maybe going for you, with stuff. Yeah, I completely, I think maybe what you're pointing to is people can find like their own category of, you know, if it's eating out for one person, it's clothes shopping for another or, you know, makeup for another, like whatever it is, maybe your own little category where you can be more, more mindful of what you're consuming yeah, and, even, and appreciate even the trash the, that you're making. Yeah. Anything. Whatever it is. It's like find a subcategory in your life that you know you might spend a little too much on and just mm-hmm. monitor it. Mm-hmm. Don't even make the decision to make the change. Just monitor it. Oh, that's important. If you're People out like buying that when I do that fucking bronzer all the time, just pay attention to how much yeah. fucking bronzer you have. You know, I was going to say earlier, I notice how I'm feeling when I'm looking for something like makeup on Amazon, mm-hmm. right? I'm looking to feel prettier. Like I'm looking to feel better about myself. And oftentimes instead of buying, sometimes I buy and I'm like, oh shit, why did I do that? But other times I put it in the save for later. And like, sure enough, mm. the next day I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't need or want, I don't even want that. I was just well, looking they to say feel better. In a lot of financial books that they call it like the 48 hour rule or 24 hour rule where you find, you know, what you want to put your money in, what you want to buy, blah, 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 sit on it for 24 to 48 hours and then go back to it and see if you still want it. And it is amazing because after a day or two, you're not so impressed with what you thought you wanted to buy. That feeling has passed. You no longer feel like, you know, oh, well, I makes sense need that mascara. You're taking away the impulsivity. Yeah. On it. You're We're forcing so yourself to slow down. Yeah. 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 Yikes. All right. So I guess that's it. We're consuming you. We're going to pick a category in our lives. We're going to monitor it and we're going to wait 24 hours before we make any large decisions. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like that's going to be the intention. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Well, it's like buying anything on Amazon today. What no, was I that thing you were yesterday. <laughs> What'd you buy? Um, a little, this cute little crane truck that can be disassembled and put back together. Ooh, is that so, for you? No, it's for Jesse. 
<laughs> imagine if I'm just like, I need, I need a little tinker toy. Yeah. yeah. I like this one. Mm-hmm. I like this. <laughs> no, what I want to buy today is funny enough. Um, I want to put, you mentioned cat litter, but we just used that. <laughs> we, I just cleaned the cat litter out the other day and I need to put that on subscribe and save. <laughs> That's funny. I know. See, I don't do any subscribe and save. I just wait till I need it and I buy it. You know, sometimes I wonder because it's like we do save money, but then technically we end up with all this extra shit. So I'm Okay, not so sure. funny. That was me and Josh yesterday at Home Depot. We went to Mahoney's, we bought a bunch of plants. When mm-hmm. we went to Home Depot, I was like, Oh Everybody god, does. That's Everybody so loves bad. It. But we're at Home Depot and I go, Okay, let's grab a bag of dirt. He goes, Well, why don't we get two? I go, No, one is fine. He's like, But what if we need two? And I'm like, we'll come back to the store because I don't want to fucking store two huge bags of dirt. I don't buy anything in bulk anymore. I don't go to BJ's. I don't I buy toilet paper, paper towels yeah. in bulk. Mm-hmm. I buy one to two rolls of paper towels. They last me months. And I'm like, when we run low, I will go and buy it. I don't save. I don't store. I don't, wow, I don't automatic think many ship people anything. Can to that. No. Because I'm like, what am I doing? Every week, you're getting a new fucking shipment. But you find yourself wanting to blow through your stuff because you know there's a new shipment coming. You're so right. Mm-hmm. Or you just know that you have it. So it's like yeah. there's this this feeling of it being uh, yes. infinite, whatever. Like, Bye. honestly, it takes me about a month and a half to go through a roll of paper towels. So I'm like, how do people buy this shit in bulk? Where do you so keep it all? By you. I'm like, I want a basement. I want a house so I can have a basement to store my paper towels. <laughs> nope. I have one roll of paper towels and it's under my sink. That's it. Just I one. Why do we need more? Why you're do right, we need more? Right. We don't need more. We want more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. Here we okay. go. Okay. All right. Ready? I'm glad. Whenever we... Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, God. Oh, God. What are we doing? Oh, I just wanted to say whenever we um, put them off, it's totally fine. But when we finally do have our conversation, I'm always just so glad when we've talked. Yay, soul time. I miss you, Emily. Miss you, Emily. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Instagram at soulshinepodcast. You can email us at soulshinepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear ideas for future shows and even get you on here to shoot the shit and tell us your story. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. And most importantly, don't forget to let your soul shine.